Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. testimony in the house this morning. Amen. Are you are looking at my face like you expect me to say something? <laughs> it's all in the message. Please, church, help me welcome Eugene to bring us his testimony this morning. introduce yourself to us. Good afternoon, mommy. My name is Eugene, and I'm part of the protocol and security team. So my testimonies are two. They are quick ones. Um, after the Thanksgiving service, I think before that, I was a bit feverish, and um, I did my, my health was a bit frail, so I didn't understand certain things. But then, um, some way, somehow, our company said we should run COVID tests. So we did the test, and my results came after 10 days, and I was positive. But I thank, I thank God for the wisdom of the house. You remember, mommy was admonishing us to take the vaccines and all that, so I had fully vaccinated. I had some issues, but I was generally fine. So that was it. I want to thank God for health, because I know other colleagues who also are fully vaccinated. I even had booster jabs in the UK and all that, but today they are not part of us. So I want to thank God for my life. The second one... My second testimony is about something mommy, I've been speaking to mommy a lot in her office and she sometimes says certain things that you cannot see, but I don't know how she sees it. So before I started what I do now, I work at multimedia. I was home for a few months and I told mommy about an interest to join the media. She okayed it and I, I went in there. For almost a year, I was not being paid. And you wake up in the morning, dress, look nice, and all that, go and somewhere. But she always encouraged me to go. And um, last year, at the latter part of December, I was called into my programs manager's office. When you say programs manager, I'm the head of all the programs. Then the conversation was that I'm being made the head of programs for the entire Love FM brand. And Are you sitting down like that? Someone who was not paid for the greater part of the time when he was working at multimedia is just called into an office and is promoted. May you receive promotion wherever you are. May you find whatever you are looking for in Jesus' name. So, um, in some, basically, every program you hear on Love FM, I have an input. So, basically, that is it. And um, I want to thank God for it because it's not normal. Multimedia is undoubtedly the biggest. So to come in there, they've never asked for my certificate. I don't have a background in media or journalism. 
but just to entrust me with such a huge position, I want to thank God and also thank Mommy for the prayers, the, the confidence and everything. And lastly, I will say to everybody, especially if you are here in the first year, I joined in 2015, and I can see that my life has, has gone on positive trajectories. So believe in the prayers of the house. Um, test mommy anytime you are confused about certain things, and I believe she will direct you onto the right path. Thank you. God bless you, Eugene. Put your hands together and appreciate Eugene for a powerful testimony. Amen. many of us are happy that you are in church today. Hallelujah. I believe that the Lord has been good. David said, I was glad unto me when I went into the house of the, um, the Lord. And I believe that it's a good place to be at this time. Hallelujah. Amen. This today, we've come to the important, most important time. Hallelujah. We've enjoyed ourselves. People have ministered to us. But I want to tell you that after you hear the word of God, your life will never be the same. I'm privileged to introduce to you E.S. Joy. I've known her for a long time, but I want to tell you that she's an anointed person. Hallelujah. And so even as you, hallelujah, I want you to just listen and anything that she says, I want you to take it and run with it. Shall we welcome yes joy to the pulpit? Hallelujah. Sunday. Thank you for another opportunity to be in your house. Thank you that you are the one who carries us and helps us. I pray, Lord, that you speak a word to us that will never be the same again. Lift us up when we are down. Help us, encourage us when we are weary. And Lord, let this word just find a landing place. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Take up your Bible. Don't sit down just yet. Take your Bible if it's on your phone. I hope the phone is clean. <laughs> Find the Bible. Let's see our confession. We are changing. No, I don't know about you, but I can see I'm changing. I see people changing. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Put your hands together. I think I've really enjoyed the service, I tell you. Amen and amen. Even though the film stars were frightening me because, Charlie, yeah, sure, I said, we problems out. Hallelujah. But we thank the Lord. Amen. And I just want to thank you all so much. Many of you played a real part in last week's celebrations. I was really touched. I really enjoyed the day and all the time and energy that you spent. And then you added gifts on top. What shall we say to such children? May the Lord bless you and may he multiply things 
back unto you. May you also be celebrated in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, are you there? I was reminded of when I was about 12 years old. I was in a boarding school, and I'll see them celebrate people's birthdays. They'll lay the bed. They'll bring cards. They'll do things. I mean, my birthday, it wasn't even remembered that they are wishing you happy birthday. And I used to say to myself that, hey, are you there? I'm talking about somebody's story. I don't know how your story is, but you'll be celebrated in Jesus. Just say that. Just say, Lord, not, don't wait 60 years. Do it now. A little earlier. <laughs> I have no regrets. Amen. Well, we're continuing to talk about seeds. The month is almost finished. Can you believe it? It's amazing, oh. We're in December now. We are looking at the end of January as we are sitting here. It's, it's, it's almost frightening. If there's anything you have to do, do it. Do it now. It's not part of the preaching, but I just want to say the way time is just going. Some of you say, I'm going to sort out my snit. Please go ahead and sort it out now. One day you wake up, you are 50 or 60. Are you there? It's one of my latest rejoicings. I'm done. Snit is over. Tax is over. I'm done. Oh, I'm preaching for free. And yeah, retirement. You cannot retire me from preaching. But I just looked at it. No, but I'm saying people wake up and they haven't done it. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Especially those of you who are self-employed. Yeah. You say, oh, I'm waiting for the business to stand. Before you are a business to stand, business to stand, where do you 45? Hey, mercy. <clears throat> I don't even know why I'm going there. Please, I'm not a snit agent, okay? Don't be angry with me. I'm not an agent for snits that if you go, they will give me some. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the truth is that we forget and time just really goes. Are you there? Please, if you are a worker, start counting. How many years have you contributed? Because if you wait until you are what? 45. I think you are too late. Yeah, they need 20 clear years. Yeah, so if you wait. Oh, maybe I'm only 25. I say you wake up tomorrow, you are 45. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Well, we were talking about seeds, and before I leave that topic, you know, I don't really want to leave it just yet because I feel that there's a lot of blessing in this message, the message about seeds. I also feel that there's a lot of encouragement in the message, and there's also a lot of explanation in the message. Sometimes you, are, you sowed a seed, you didn't even know it was a seed. Remember the example I gave? You did your tomatoes and then the seeds were in the water and you just throw it out and then suddenly some uh, tomatoes are coming. If you had known, you might have done it a little. You wouldn't, have plan- you wouldn't have thrown it on the path you used to walk into your house because now you have to uproot it. And you'd have done it in a better place. So as you are listening to this message on seeds, I want you to begin to think about the seeds. No matter your age, there are seeds that you are sowing. Amen? Tell your neighbor, a seed does not depend on your age. Hmm. Tell the other neighbor, a seed, it doesn't depend on your age. Yeah, a seed is a seed. When you, you see, I have young people in the safe church who are paying their tithe. Yeah. Their life will be different from somebody. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? They are very young. They could always say that I don't really understand. Give the reasons that you have been giving. It's my father's money. He has tithed already. But the child is receiving just this amount and says, I'm tithing from it. It's a seed. It's a seed already. I'm already preaching. 
Hallelujah. So I really pray that as we create the awareness, because the awareness that you have of the seed will help you because you either go and fertilize it, water it with your prayers, do something, and it will give you a, an even better harvest than if you just left it on its own. Today, I'm going to be talking about some seeds, which are, you know, some are physical things like the tithe or money, but this one is not physical. I'm talking about some spiritual virtues that are seeds. Spiritual virtues, spiritual characters, if you like. They are also seeds. Hallelujah. Are you there? For example, showing mercy is a seed. Mm -hmm. To show somebody mercy, it's a seed. You see? Matthew 5, 7, what does it say? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Yeah. So maybe you are there, you are in a position of of authority or something like that. Somebody has done something wrong and you just, you just, you just merciful, allow mercy instead of justice. You allow mercy. Later on, you are reaping something, but you don't know that it's the seed of mercy that you sowed. Are you with me? That's what is finding you again. And so I'm talking about spiritual virtues. I want us to go to a story in the Bible. One of the things I love about Jesus preaching, the stories were plenty. The neighbor stories in Kwan, stories in Kwan. You there, you are looking for heavy theology, but Jesus there, he was simple down to the earth and told simple stories all of us can relate to. Turn with you to Matthew chapter 18. We're going to be reading this morning. You didn't read your Bible. How do you know? Yeah, I know you. So let's read <laughs> from verse 23. Jesus was telling this story. The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a certain king who would take account of his servants. When he had begun to take account, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. With your permission, I'll turn it to 10,000 cities. Is it okay? So that we can relate. Mm -hmm. But for as much as he didn't have anything to pay with, his Lord commanded him to be sold. And his wife and children and everything that he had, he used to make the payment. You see, if you are here and you are a young person, 10,000 cities can be a whole lot of money. That now we'll have to sell you plus your clothing plus your everything. <laughs> your chop box and the things inside. Your shop, we have to empty it because even your capital cry is not 10,000. <laughs> the servant fell down and worshipped him. That word worship is begged him. Saying, Lord, have patience with me. I'll pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him the debt. Here was a king. He looked at it. He said, oh, the man owes me, mom. He owes me. But the 10,000, the truth is I don't even really need it. Or even if I need it, I can make it in another way. Let me just leave him. Let me just leave him. Are you in the house? Many times we find ourselves in a place where we can show to another person mercy. What do you do when you get your salary? Do you just spend it on yourself? Or do you put a little bit to help another person? What's your reaction to some people who don't have? And you see me, my problems are many. You see, the thing is that your problem has not gone away even though you have chopped all your money yourself or done whatever you were doing yourself. Sometimes it's just the mercy to say you can have my sofa to sleep on while you, want, you pull yourself together. I say, you see me, I don't like people very close to me. I don't like it. So you uh, just, I like to have my space. I like my privacy. I'm talking to somebody this morning. You are looking at me. I will not mind you. 
But this king looks at him and just thought to himself, I have mercy on the guy because the way it is, I'm about to spoil the whole family. I have to sell the man, sell his wife, not to the same person who sell his children. He owed so much. If I'm going to recoup the debt, I have to sell everything and spoil a family over this amount. Just, just leave it. Many of the things that we are busy raising hell about, really and truly, they don't make a difference. It is true. But the five persons that you are fighting over, what is it going to do for you? Even water it cannot buy. Oh, you see, look at your, 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 your response. You are very quiet because the way you are, man, so my if I went on them, then the man said, I, I owed five persons and he wouldn't have dashed me the five You don't owe five persons. It's not going to make any difference. When you took it, do you know where do you put it? I'm asking you a question. After fighting over the five persons, what did you do with it? One of my friends came and said that if today, what did I do? You see, one of these mates annoyed <laughs> over 10 pesos. <laughs> and the attitude of the mate annoyed him. He said, I'll collect my 10 pesos. <laughs> so, when they got, you know what they normally say, I don't have. He said, today be today, I'll collect my 10 pesos. So, the mate said, ah, and you know how after a while they begin to get very, she said, today I'll collect my before she knew it, she was marching through KJT, following the mate. My tempest was. She had walked through the town. I'm talking to somebody here. Over tempest was that when you finish collecting it, when you put it in your wallet, it will even fall through. You don't even notice. I'm talking to somebody here. What was all that about? Tempest was so. You have gone screaming like a banshee. Through KJTR. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't like his attitude. And so what? When you follow a bad person, you become worse. Oh? You say somebody is quarreling, so you are going to quarrel with the person who's quarreling with you. We shall hear of you. I said, we shall hear of you. You have gone to take your bath. While you were bathing in these outside bathrooms like this, our place, you took your, chow- your towel and your cloth and you threw it over the wall. Then a madman came to pass. And he collected your cloth because he needed one. And then you said, change that. This is your cloth. I won't let you have it. You exit from the bath. Hold the towel that was hanging there. Just wrap it around yourself. With the soap and everything dripping. You start to run. And you catch hold of the cloth that is on the man. Hey, whose story will we hear? Uh, are we going to hear about the madman or we hear about you? Uh, I said, are we going to hear about the madman or we hear about you? Hey, but he has my cloth. It is true. It is true. But I want to ask you that if you let go of that cloth, will you die? I'm just asking you a question. Sometimes we have to become a little real old. The thing that we are striving over. <laughs> Let me continue my story. I'm not done. Or oh, Jesus' story. Verse 28. The same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 pence. He owned 10,000. This person owed him 100 pence. 100 Ghana. 
And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat saying, Pay me what you owe. His fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him, Have patience with me and I'll pay thee all. Can you see the same thing he told the, um, the master? Hmm. But he would not. And he went and cast him into prison till he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what was done, they were very sorry and came and told the master all that had been done. Then the master, after I had called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you desired me. Should you not also have compassion on your fellow servants, even as I have had pity on you? And the Lord was wrought and delivered him to the, tem- the tormentors till he should pay all that was due him. So likewise shall my heavenly father do to you if you from your heart forgive not everyone his brother their trespasses. <sighs> That's a hard one. You are doing like you cannot read all of a sudden. <laughs> are you in the house? Sometimes we forget that we are children of God. And we are so wicked. You, before you were coming to church, we had to chase you. Now you have come. You are a member of the church. And you are now inviting others. No patience. Small though you want to live their life, give them. If we had left your life, give you. I said, if we had left your life, give you, where will you be? Where would you be? But you want to, you know, you have forgotten that mercy found you. Many people, they, they, they reward good with evil. Be very careful, because there's a scripture that says that he who rewards evil with good, evil will never depart from his house. I'm preaching. You are at a place. Someone has had mercy on you. Now is your time to have mercy on another. There's a story our father tells often of a house. Whenever the husband wants to bring somebody into the house, the wife will fight it. Doesn't matter whether it is a relative or a stranger. She will fight it. Fight the person misbehave. I'm talking to some people who know themselves. You can't live with anybody. You cannot flow with anybody. Everybody, there is a problem. You just fighting. So one day, Bishop asked his wife that ah, the way this girl is behaving, this woman is behaving, is she from some very rich family? Jama, she was said, then, you know, the only child of some millionaires. Maybe she's not used to having people around her. How many of you know that our mother knows everything? Our spiritual mother, she knows everything. She said, oh, this one. She lived with somebody. Her parents couldn't take care of her. She herself was living with somebody, was brought up by somebody else who are not her parents. And she has reached where she has reached. But she rather had no heart, no patience, no ability to tolerate. Ask your neighbor. Is it you they are talking about? She had been brought up by somebody's kindness, but she had forgotten. So now, as she was now in the place where it was her turn, she said, 
I cannot. I can't take all this. I can't. You see, when you are living with people, they will do things. Oh. After all, you yourself, don't you do things? Yesterday, I was sitting down in my hall. I, I don't often sit there for that long, but for some reason, I decided that I'm preparing church. Normally, when I sit down, suddenly a book has arrived, a cup of coffee. I mean, by the time I was getting up in the afternoon, I have surrounded myself with... Are you there? The place that normally doesn't have anything. I mean, when you come, it is vista ready. Now I have sat there. I brought first the table. Then I brought a cable. Then I brought a charger. Then I said, oh, this silly dog. I I brought a what? A dryer. That was on one side. On the other side, my Bible, my notebook, uh, what? My mag. Help you, Eunice. Help me. Uh, What again? I said, my water. Uh, face towel. <laughs> After just spending a few hours in the place. Are you there? So now, should I now get up and go and see one of these, my small girls, and start blasting? What's your tower doing in this place? Why is your bed a mess? What is wrong with But I thought, me, myself, when I just sat, I've created my own mess. You are creating your own mess, but somebody else's own mess is an issue. Anyway, I better warn them, I'll still come and check the bed. They better make it. But I, I hope you're understanding what I'm trying to say, that we ourselves are not perfect. This man was not perfect. He owed and he owed big time. And so when the master spoke to him, the debt he was forgiven was a very big one. I mean, 10,000 cities, it makes a lot of difference to a lot of lives. Somebody's business loan, thank you very much. It will make, that means that's what the person is going to use to generate income to live on. So it's something. And he had been forgiven. But when he came out, no, he has forgotten that he was forgiven things. And he now came to create an issue over somebody who owed him hundreds of years. Hundreds of years, how long will it help you? If you just go to work, one, two, that's it. You have a car. You buy petrol. Petrol. That's less than one third of your tank. Quarter tank crying so. And now you are trying to now destroy somebody's whole life over it. What is wrong with you? So what is wrong with you? I'm talking to somebody in the house. How come you want one measuring stick to be used for you and another measuring stick to be used for others? So when the person now came, the person was begging him, just like how he begged. He said, never. I will collect my money. If you can't pay, I will sell you to the tormentors until you have brought my money. It was people who were standing by. When they looked, I said, this is unjust. This is not right. So they were the ones who went to find the king and they said to the king that the guy you just released, you know, this is what he has done. And there are days when the angels of heaven stand up and they go to tell Jesus that the person you just forgave, he forgave the Jamaimbo, he forgave the lying, he forgave the stealing, he forgave the rudeness, he forgave everything about us. And now you just have to forgive somebody a little thing. You say, hey, I will forgive. 
I will hold it. I tell you, there are Christians who will wake up in hell. No, it's true. You forgot the prayer. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those that trespass against us. You are a wife. You want to hold your husband's sins. Shabayo. You are a husband. You want to hold your wife's sins. Where will you end up? When both of you meet in hell, have a party there. Because we can't forgive. We can't leave it. Are you in the church? That's what pastors, every day we hear the accusations. You haven't done this. You haven't done that. You haven't done that. You did this. You did that. And I wonder whether the people accusing us are angels. And my father died, you didn't come. Did you tell me? Did you tell me? Culture demands that you should send me a message. That you should send people to tell me. Did you tell me? So upon what basis is your judgment? It has to be contentious. It is real. We want to hold one standard for ourselves and another standard for everybody else. As much as we can, we just push it aside and we continue working. Are you in the house where you have traveled? Yeah. Maybe you don't know that many times when you come to look for help, the help that we give you is from our pocket. When we tell you that we use our money to build the church, when I say our money, our offering, we mean it. So anytime you see a benefit of some sort from the church, it is from the pocket of somebody. Yeah, I'm sorry, we. I'm going to the pop cry. Hey, when you were coming, did we put bank on the top of the door? Did we say we are fountain of life cathedral bank? We did not. We said we are a church. No, 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 allow us to preach. Because we must grow up. And stop fooling around. You want us to use another measurement because it is you. Hey. High attention. Wife, you are angry with your husband. I was watching the film Interest with Interest. But you to your part, have you done it? Husband, you are bored with your wife. But you to your part, have you done it? Hey. You are wife in this house. Let me explain something to you. Man that you don't sleep with, who's your husband? That you deprive of. He will never understand anything under the sun. <laughs> his ability to enjoy life, his ability to understand English, his ability to help you, his ability to do it's all compromised. You can cook food from heaven. Hey, children are here. I shouldn't say some things. Husband that you say you will not sleep with your husband. You will not. Oh, 
thank you, Pastor. It's like what? A desert. You will never. Oh. You say, oh, I only don't like this small part of the marriage. I'll do all the rest. I said, it is useless. You won't understand. They don't believe me. Because that's one of the major problems in church life. Uh-huh. That church married ladies feel that sex isn't part. Read your Bible, oh. It's no different from mine. The Bible says that you should not deny yourselves. Ah. Even fasting, Christ says that come together quickly before the devil enters. So well done for cleaning your house. Well done for cooking good food. Well done for washing his things. Well done for making the house attractive. But Charlie, if it doesn't work in the bed, you might as well save yourself effort. Well done for all your chatting. Yay, the house is becoming very some way. Husband, Thierry, listen well. The same way you married us for free food and sex, we also married you for security. So, when you come and you do, you make decisions that affect our security, the same way you don't understand the lack of sex, that's how we also, we don't understand anything. You said that when I married you, you were not a missionary. Now you say that you are going to be a missionary. You said that the job that you, I knew that you had, you are going to leave it. And then you are going to go out into the wilderness. There was only one Sarah following Abraham. She knew not where. But the rest of us, we want to know, what are you saying? You say you, say you are going where? The church has become very quiet. You see, that's why Jesus didn't marry. He said, all these troubles, I cannot. So, Pastor, I ain't saying that we shouldn't go. How can I say you shouldn't go? When my own children, I'm sending them. But what I'm saying to you is that, answer my question. Explain it to me. Talk to me about it. Pray with me about it. Let me feel that you feel what I feel. Understand where I'm coming from. Don't just tell me that I'm the head of this house and if you don't follow me, what are you talking about? The same way you cannot understand the lack of sex, that's how we also cannot understand the lack of security. So, so, pastor, if, if I cannot assure her of a place, what do I say? The Bible says a soft answer. away us. If you spoke to her, he said, Yeah, my dear, you know I've always looked after you. God will take care of us. Let's walk together. We'll be in it together. Let's go. It will be alright. She'll go with you. She what? Yeah. Me, I guess. You know, did you not just go? Yes, and I'm looking nice. You come back looking nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Allow me to speak, la. <laughs> Are you in the house? Yeah. The church has become very quiet. 
But how cry did I get onto this path? <laughs> I'm simply saying to you that let's be real. Let us be real. You say you are taking me to Neverland. I don't have a problem. But if we're going to go to Neverland and then you behave as if you are my enemy, what am I going to do? You have to realize that me too. The same way you need something, I also need something. Because you see, this church, eh, we're going to become a sending church. Yeah. We've sent a few people out to do things. But by the grace of God, we're going to do it more. Yeah. But as we are doing it, we're going to look at what we are doing well. Yeah. Mercy must be inside. Understanding must be inside. Grace must be inside. Caring must be inside. And if you are married, sex must be inside. Yeah. It's a package. It's a package. And when your neighbor cannot, or your spouse cannot, you forgive. Remembering yourself. I'm always reminded of people who don't have patience. Hey, don't have patience. You have forgotten how we loved and tolerated you. You have forgotten. Now that you should love and tolerate somebody, you are giving me speeches. Hey, me, I was going to pick them, but I left them because they were wasting my time. Yeah. When you teach them how they don't understand, don't let myself come. Let me ask you what you have even understood from this January's preaching. That's how you two as you are talking. They forgot, but they'll remember one. Then next week you add half. When you add the half, they'll forget the one. That's how it is. That is what? How it is. And I want us to walk in the church in understanding and in mercy. This church is made up of grown-ups and adults. These children, they don't have anything. When they come to you and say, please, I'm going for a camp. Can you help me? If you can help them, help them. If you cannot help them, say, oh, I can't help you, but look, let's go. Let me take you to this, my friend. Maybe this person. Don't blast them. But then one name say one name say one name say yourself oh do you remember when you two you had nothing me i remember oh hey Radhi, i remember i remember too much sometimes i wish i'll forget some yeah i remember you have a car but do you remember what it was like to walk under the sun hey. recently somebody said i should go to the market and do things i said brother market i can't go <laughs> I can't. That's why the people living with me, when they come and say, Mommy, can you get somebody to take us to drive us? I'll say, Let me talk to someone to take you. I remember. I remember markets. Hey. I remember markets. I remember walking under the Tamale sun one day and saying, If I don't get a chair to sit there, it is so bad. At the time, I didn't have the wisdom that you don't go to chair to the market at midday. I went at midday, 43 degrees, yeah. right here. So if I don't get a chair, something will do me. I remember. You two remember. 
I say, you to what? Remember. Remember how somebody beat you and left only a piece of your life for you. So that you too, when you have to give somebody some kids, remember, I said, Lord, with, 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 with what? Hey, this time never take your time. Take, take, take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Virtues. They are seeds. The things you sow, that's what you reap. You sow mercy. You will receive mercy. How many of you came to the crusade grounds? Yeah. How many of you were surprised at the crusade grounds? Okay. What you don't know is the cost of that whole setup. But there was somebody that we showed mercy over 30 years ago. Person said, I'm doing crusade. I'm paying. Yeah. She remembered mercy. Now I was the one in need. Because I was on the point of almost canceling the whole thing. Hey. Uh, you don't know the cost of it standing there. <laughs> Ask your neighbor the lights alone. How much was it? I've not even talked about the fashionable light. The one that's just standing there to show his light. You want to know? Eh, okay. Tell neighbor, when you grow up, I'll tell you. Yeah. But the stage, the lighting, the person told me, I've paid 30,000 Ghana into your church account. That's how we had the account. Yeah. I have to add amount to it because some of you, when you are putting in your 50 CDs or your two CDs, if I'm not 50, the people who put in 50, normally they don't say much. It's those who put in two CD and one CD. They have taken all our money and then they want to do this. Because you don't understand things. You don't understand. When we got there on the first day, I told him, I said, the screen, the people cannot see. So, let's put another screen on this side. They told me that if I want another screen on that side, 4,000. Are you thought? <laughs> but just somebody. And so many times, you show mercy here. Somebody else will show you mercy. It's not often that it's this one and this one. No. But as you have shown mercy, God will show you mercy. And many times, if you look back, you see it. When you have your small power that you have, I beg you, use it judiciously. Who is depending upon you to take them from point A to point B? Maybe that's all you do, here to here. You are going to school. The person must walk with you to go to school. Otherwise, he can't go. Don't start slapping the head. She will take up what is and You are just, the person is just depending on you for you to walk the person from here to go to Otherwise, they can't go to school because mommy cannot do it, do it daddy cannot do it. Your small power. Ask anybody, see you I'm talking to. Your small power, let's just walk from here to here. You insult the child. Ah! Hmm. Church has become quiet. Yeah. You young children that your parents are struggling to put you through things. Careful. Careful. Because God sees their tears. God sees their striving. God sees their suffering. The things they would have done, but because Charlie they have brought forth a child, I can't do it. God sees. Don't let it be that in some years to come, when the tide turns and they are now at your mercy, 
Then you say, oh, that woman make it there. May it never be you. May it never be. Remember the people who God is using to get you where you are going. Remember them. Remember them. Am I speaking to somebody today? Jesus said, he says that, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. We need to have mercy on each other. Mm. Do something just because you can do it. Just because you can do it. Yeah. Many times we have people in hospital, we're not able to visit them. And we need to call somebody and say, please, go and visit. When we call you to go, hey, do you know when God will remember you? Hey, the church has become quiet again. Yeah. Today, I want you to take the seed away in your heart. That virtues, virtues, mercy, kindness, good deeds, they are seeds. When you do good to a person, the person may not even say thank you, but there's a God in heaven who sees. And he will by all means pay you back. By all means. Are you in the house? Turn to your neighbor and say, I'll not do you bad. I'll not do you bad. Hallelujah. Then if I get small power by you, I'll use it for good. Small power. <laughs> if I get small power over you, I'll use it for good. Small power. One time, a certain Christian, he became an MP. This is a true story. Became a minister. The small power that he had, when the men of God were coming to see him about something, they overheard him complaining to secretary. How all these church men, they just come to disturb him. Yeah. So the meeting didn't come on. He forgot that where he was sitting, within a few years, say four, eight. Who basically from? You get down. When he got down, how he suffered. But there was another man. I remember him because he was the regional minister of Tamale at the time. And yet, he remembered where he was from. He would meet us at various meetings. He, has to, he would always, what's the word? Hey, how is that? You tell me how? And he was very personable like that. You need to see him. You need him to come. Oh, I'll come out. Time passed. How do you, how many of you know that if you're up there, you come down? He came down. When he came down, no job. I remember I was in the meeting when it was brought up that this our brother is working. We gotta do something because he was also an academician. They said, oh yeah, 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 yeah. This, in fact, tell him if he applies for this thing, we'll make sure that he gets the job. So while others were working, he just slipped back in. But it was the mercy that he had given us. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. When he had the power, the mercy he had given, that's what now was paying off for him. The other one, he was walking. I don't know what became of him. The last I heard, he was seen going on a motorbike to the town. <laughs> Even among men, it works. How much more in heaven? Jesus paid with his life. Everything he had, his blood, he paid. How can you and I hold on to somebody else's shortcoming? May the Lord help us to be merciful so that we'll also reap mercy in our time of need. Stand to your feet.
If you are standing by a wife, tell the wife, go and do what is needful. Go and do what is needful. And if you are standing by a husband, tell the husband, remember, our father told you that wives we like to shop. Give us money to go and shop. I said, if you are standing by a husband, you see, they like their wife's own, then they'll tell us, over. they don't like to tell the other side. <laughs> remind him, remind him. Remind him, we like to shop. Our father said, give us money to shop. Ah, oh, you didn't, you see, you don't listen to the podcast. Me, I heard it, pa. I heard it, pa. Because we too, that's what we like. May the Lord help us. You want to bow down your head. And you want to pray for yourself. Just pray for yourself. The Lord grant me the grace. Oh, may I never forget the mercy that I've been shown. May I never become such a big shot that people cannot approach me. In Jesus' name. Hey, may I never think I'm something that I am not. Oh, may I never think. May I always remember, Lord, your mercy towards me. May I remember your grace towards me. May I remember that you had mercy on me, that you called me. The Bible says that it's only, look, when you call, that's when we can answer. If you don't draw us, we can't come. Hey, may I always remember. May I remember that I was chosen. Oh, may I remember. May I remember. Oh, Jesus. May I never forget it. Lift up your voice for a few minutes and pray. You got a good job, just know it's the Lord's mercy. And say, Lord, grant me mercy to hold on to it. Let me not behave in a certain way towards those who don't have. Hey, talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. May I remember? Oh, Jesus, help me to remember. May I never forget? May I never forget? May I never forget? Your grace. Ah, your mercies, Lord. Oh, Lord Oh, the kindness you have shown me, Lord. Your love towards me, Lord. May I never forget, Lord. Oh, talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Oh, yes, ask him to help me. May I not behave some way, oh Lord. Ah, remember the Lord's goodness. Oh, yes, I remember your goodness, Lord. Remember his mercy to me. Your mercy towards me, Lord. In my job, oh Lord, your mercy is your God. Raymond Dolabos, Mandiri and Dalababa. The same God who was there for you in the midnight hour. It's the same God who is able to wipe your tears away. It's the same God who was there in times of black and white. It's the same God who's over.
can be saved. Don't you cry, change your skin. Weeping in your jokes for a night. Joy's gonna come in the morning. You don't have to cry no more. you are wondering at my choice of song I picked it because I remember when I was grieving I'm singing this song for Pastor Wally and I want you to pick up the second verse of it don't you cry, don't you cry. change is here we've been left for a night you're gonna come in the morning you don't have to cry no more oh God by his word But I'm here to mend your broken heart. Believe that you will overcome. Yesterday will be a story. Hallelujah. He is the God of all flesh. Nothing is too hard for him. Don't forget I calmed the sea. Don't forget I raised the dead. Don't forget that I came to die. That you might live forever. Don't cry. It's going to be over. You will overcome today. Wipe your tears and give him praise in Jesus name and all the saints shall say don't you cry change is here weeping angels for a night in the morning you don't have to cry no more oh God by his word he's gonna do what he says lift your hands and give him praise
close your eyes. Jesus also died for you and for me. He shed his blood that we should be forgiven. And if you are here today, I want you to say, I will not let that sacrifice go in vain. I will not let his pain be for nothing. I will not let his coming be for nothing. I'll give my life to him. It was a mercy that he was showing to you and to me that we don't have to pay for our sins. And so while every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here, you know that all is not well between you and God, or you have lost your, your walk with God, or you just, you're just going through the motions, but he's calling you today, and you want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want you to lift up your right hand. I want you to lift it. Lift it up. God bless you. Lift it up. Lift it up. And say, I, I don't want it to be in vain. Lift it up. He came to show you mercy. Yours and mine is to receive that mercy. Now, if your hand is lifted up, just let an usher or a pastor help you. I want you to come to me. We're going to pray a prayer today. Just come. Step out of where you are. Your hand is up. Just come. I don't want you to think about anybody else. God bless you. Just come. Just come. Just come. We're going to pray together that Jesus, it was not in vain. It was not in vain. It was not in vain. Thank you for coming. Thank you for shedding your blood. Thank you. Thank you so much. That I can be righteous, not because I am righteous, but because I, I can take your righteousness and make it mine. You're standing in front. Let us pray together. And as you pray, I want those of us in the congregation to just support us and help us as we pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you for each one standing here that they will taste of your mercy. Let it be real to them and let them have mercy on others also. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. With all of me, we believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCIDRC. God richly bless you.